Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Classified. This is Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my brother Ali? Five Diggy Tribe Core Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Peter Ghost. This is Absol. This is KO. And you listening to the Come Up Show, where that feel-good music lives. This is the show that you come up on, yeah. This is the spot that you come up strong, yeah. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Come Up Show podcast. This is your boy, Chetto. Thank you for joining me. This week, I'm proud to present Cousin Stiz, a.k.a. your favorite cousin, who is from Suffolk County, which is a county located in Boston, Mass. And it was his first time touring Canada this past week with Michael Christmas. And in our interview, we talk about his favorite things that he's discovered in Canada. And he takes us to that specific moment when he found out that Drake was playing his music at his birthday party. All that and much more in my interview with Cousin Stiz. Take it in. Please introduce yourself. Uh, Cousin Stiz. Your favorite cousin. (laughs) Uh, You've been in Canada for a couple days now. What's so far, what's uh, your most memorable moment so far that you're going to remember being here? Uh, I just got some really good uh, Caribbean food from the real jerk. Mm-hmm. That shit, that's just fire. So that's sticking out right now. Uh, you went to the real jerk. You obviously know that's where Rihanna and Drake shot the work video. Is that why you went there? No, I didn't even fucking find that out until I pulled up. And yeah, I didn't know that at all. I was just looking for some West Indian food because that's what I eat, bro. I'm Trini, so yeah, you feel me? So I pulled up looking for fucking roti and they had that. And then I found out later on that's where they shot the video. So shout out to that though. Yeah. Uh, so how how does uh you know we we all know you're a fan a fan of that loud. How does our loud in Canada compare to what you're used to back home? It's really good actually. <laughs> I'm not even disappointed in y'all weed. I thought like usually when I go places the weed be like trash sometimes. You feel me? But nah, it was, you guys got some good shit here, man. Yeah. So shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> cold as shit, but you guys make up for it with the weed. So I'm not mad. That's the most important thing because yeah. it, it enhances your your time here, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's dope, man. Uh, yo, so I was reading, uh, doing some research on you and uh, Michael's Christmas. Uh, this is what he said about you in an interview. He's like, I remember years ago, Stiz told me he wants to stop walking upstairs. He said, no more inclines. Everything is escalators and elevators. I think Stiz is eventually going to have a house with just escalators and elevators in it. He said he wants that. And if he wants it, he goes and gets it. I want to know, is this a metaphor or is it actually for real? <laughs> it's probably not practical. It was, it was both, actually. It was, nah, I was dead serious when I said that shit, but, like, nah, it, 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 it goes both ways. Like, I meant that shit, like, in a metaphorical sense, too. Like, we can't do nothing but go up and progress, you feel me? And mm-hmm. I don't want to just be walking no more, dog. Like, I want to make it to the point where I don't got to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to work so hard that I don't got to do anything anymore, and I'll, I just don't have to worry about shit, you feel me? So that's just it. 100. Uh, when, when you were 14, you lost a close friend, like, which uh, affected you deeply, and you were acting out, and your mom gave you an ultimatum to go to military school or go to high school in the suburbs. You chose high school in the suburbs, and it, it was a real culture shock to you. Like, it changed your perspective. Can you tell me how so? Oh, it's really easy, bro. You take a kid from the hood, and you put him somewhere that's not the hood from fucking seven hours of the day, and then you bring him back to the hood after that. You feel me? It's It kind of... It, 
it changes things, bro. It's gonna change a person, like how they think. You feel me? If I go to a place where anything can happen, I could get anything I want. You know what I'm saying? I'll go to Reading, and it's like it's, it's, it's anything. Like these host parents and the, these families, they have everything. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And they treat you like their own. You feel me? So it's like, and then I go back to the hood when the day's over. You feel me? And I, I go back to nothing. It just it just broadens your perspective, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it just shows you a lot about like the world and how things work. Like, uh, like, what was that contrast like when you're in the suburbs and then coming to the hood? Like, did you feel like you had to save the people in the hood, like your friends and like how people were thinking in the hood, like their mentality? Nah, no, no, I wasn't thinking anything like that. It was just a real. It just was an eye opener, bro. I I just grew up a lot faster, I think, and I just feel like I started thinking a lot differently than the people around me. You feel me? That I was kicking it with went back mm-hmm. home. Uh, it seems like uh, your mom had a, like a really laid back uh, parenting style. Like she, when you were a really young kid, she's like, "I know I can't make you do what you don't want to do, so I'm just gonna let, let you find your own way." And that's how it's been. Like, what made your mom want to be like laid back when, you know, most moms are you know can be controlling and want they want you know control their kids as much as possible. What made her want to like lay back in the cut like that? Because my mom's the shit. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty much what it is. Like me and my mom is mad cool. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a boy, and she yeah. understood that, like, I'm going to make my own mistakes, and that's what I got to do to be a man. You mm-hmm. feel me? So she let me make my own mistakes, and I thank her for that. You feel me? I grew up on, like, learning a lot of lessons that she she could have taught me, but I probably wouldn't have listened. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I had to, like, I had to do it on my own. So, Do you feel like, uh, you know, compared to if she was an over-controlling mom, like, you know, some kids rebel and even go extra hard if they're trying to control the kids too much compared to just letting them do their thing? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It, it didn't happen that way, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I was going to act I was going to act regardless. Mm-hmm. That's just how I am. I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless of what uh, anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's just what it is. So you're on the block, you know, you're freestyling with the homies in between smoke sessions. You're, you know, you're cutting up your homies and dissing them and everything like that. And then last minute, you decide to go to the 12 by 12 Cypher series. Like, how did that, ev- going to that event, you know, how did it change your life? Uh, I, 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 well, it's kind of weird for, for people to say kind of, I mean, I met everybody, you feel me? Like, I already knew Tim once because Tim came to my head one time. Like, mm-hmm. Replay brought him down there. I mean, Replay was already mad tight, you feel me, before all this shit, but like, I met everybody there. Like, I met everyone and I kind of connected the dots. So I guess it did change everything. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see it that day, but those ended up being my homies, you feel me? Like, those ended up being my dogs, my brothers, and now I'm in Canada with these motherfuckers, you feel me? So it's just, that's just how it goes. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, so Suffolk County is the the project that, you know, puts you on the map. It was, only came out nine months ago, which is a beautiful thing because there's been some progress happening since then. Mm-hmm. What, what, I, what I find cool about it is um, you have a variety of different producers. You made it purposeful that you want it to be all homegrown but it all like it's, it sounds so cohesive like the untrained ear might think that same producer produced all of them like how did you accomplish that uh i just making a lot of music bro that was yeah. it it was just um my guys was hooking me up with beats that worked for my sound it took me a while to find my sound but when i did you feel me i started hitting on it and that's all it was it was just building a sound bro not just putting fucking music out you know what i'm saying we really yeah. actually sat down and thought about it and that's what came out. Definitely. And yeah, and, and you find that like the artists that are succeeding nowadays, they're owning their own sound. They're finding their lane and going all in with it. 
Uh, so congratulations to you on that. So one of the standout tracks from the project is Sh- uh, Shout Out. Mm-hmm. And Q, who's Mac Miller's uh, manager from Most Dope, sends you a link to a video on Instagram. And it's a video of Drake celebrating his birthday. It's a minute after midnight. And Shout Out's playing in the background. Can you take me to that moment? What happened when you saw that video on your phone? <laughs> it was mad late because I just got in the crib. Like, I had just got in the crib. I was like, what, three in the morning, some shit like that? Like three mm-hmm. twenty-eight. I just got in the crib, mm-hmm. and um, I'm walking in my room. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking back to my room. And I'm just checking. You know, I'm I'm faded too, so I'm just checking my phone, mm-hmm. looking at shit like right, my mentions and shit. You know, wasn't no hoes hitting me up, so I was about to go to bed, <laughs> nigga. Check my fucking DM, and then I see Q shit. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Me and Q is cool, so I was just yeah. like, I'm thinking this whatever. So. Click on it and I see that shit, bro. And I lost my fucking mind for a second. I didn't believe it. I was like, wait a minute. Nah, and I watched it again. I was like, nah. I don't know. And I went and woke my mom up, like, yo, show my mom. And then we watched that shit for like an hour. <laughs> back to back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy. And, that shit was dope. When people uh, receive a little bit of recognition or success, or whatever, it just turns on like a fire in them where they're like, I gotta go hard. Like, did it have that kind of effect on you? I mean, no, I was already on that. Like, yeah. I've always been, as soon as I made the decision that this is what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. I, I was on already on 10 with it, you feel me? But mm-hmm. that just showed me that it could be real for me, you feel me? And that was, it was more of like a, a, a sigh of relief almost, like, damn, like, I. Like, I'm not just, do, I, I couldn't make something good, you feel me? And it's mm-hmm. not just, I'm not w- just working with blind purpose at this point, you know? Yeah. But I was always on the hunting with it, like, it, yeah. that just that just told me just keep going, keep you feel going. me? Keep doing what I'm doing right, you know? And then that you're was, heading into, it's Drake's birthday party. Word, that just told me <laughs> I need to just keep going, you know what I'm saying? Keep doing what I'm doing. Dope. Uh, you went to uh, South by Southwest a couple of years ago, and you said that was an eye-opening experience from you, and uh, you learned a key lesson um, that it made you want to go harder. Like, what, what did you see that made you want to go harder being at South by Southwest? This is last year. Oh, it was last year? Okay. Yeah, this is yeah. all, bro, my rap career is so fucking new. Short, right? Yeah, man, this, this is all <laughs> last year. So, like, that shit was dope because it was all my favorite artists on the same street. Yeah. You feel me? And it just showed me, like, like, there's no fucking, there's no, there's no stopping with this shit. Like, there's no, there's no stopping. Mm-hmm. You, you, you could keep working, but you, you don't there's no really on point you feel me yeah. there's no point of being on like you you, you just there's keep no going line. yeah there's no yeah. finish line yeah like it doesn't matter what like what type of artist was there they were all there you know what i'm saying so they just told me there's no finish line with the shit you just got to keep going there's no on you're not you're never really on you got to keep working there's always somebody you feel me that you can help out in your clique and your family or whatever you feel me you just got to keep going it's a journey yeah man and as you said, you have a short uh, uh, rap career. You just started not too long ago. Like, does that make you feel blessed that, you know, you're starting to get a little bit of recognition? You're in Canada. Like, comp- like there's other rappers that got to release, like, five, six mixtapes, go in for, like, four or five years re- to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You feel blessed a little bit? Oh, yeah, man. I thank God all the time, yo. For I don't take shit, none of this for granted, not for one second, man. I appreciate every single person that listens. Mm-hmm. Everything, man. Like, this shit's real. You feel me? It's a, it's a real thing, dog. Like, because I... I know people who, who've been doing this shit for years, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And here comes little old me, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And I'm doing my thing for two years, maybe two years and a half, and boom, you feel yeah. me? So I do thank God, bro. I do. Definitely. You got to watch out for them haters, though, bro. It happens, man. It's whatever, <laughs> dog. 
Uh, yeah, I'm uh, just joking. Um, I was at your show yesterday. You know, people were going nuts. W- what do you feel when you're on stage and you see like er- everybody just like like losing themselves? Like, well, what are you feeling when you're on stage? I'm feeling like I got to turn up with these niggas. That's what I'm <laughs> feeling like. I feel like you know, like if they're this hype, I gotta get just this hype. You feel me? Like every like if they're this excited to see me, I gotta be this excited to see them. You feel me? And, yeah. and give them exactly what they came here to see. You feel me? And that's just what I got on every every show with that type of mentality. Like I'm not about to bullshit these people, man. You gotta you gotta go hard. You feel me? These are the people that love you. You feel me? They loved what you're doing. So why why shorthand them? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the Ghostface Killer says, the energy you're going to give me, I'm going to give you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say that you're a boring guy in terms of you don't go out and like do a lot of things. You just got your little things that keep you happy, keep you sane, and that's all you need. So what are these little small things that keep you happy, keep you sane? Well, it's simple. The obvious, I'm, I'm cool with like I, I get my bud, yo. I get my little, little glass, little bottle, penny. Get my fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like, keep my niggas around, bro. Like, I'm bull, bro. I'm I'm good. I keep some beats, some music around me. I'm good, bro. I don't need shit. I keep it on Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm I'm chilling, bro. I don't need shit, bro. I, I order out some food, bro. Kick back in the crib, bro, and just do my thing, bro. I don't I don't need all the extra shit, bro. I try to play low key, but when it's game time, bro, you know I'm gonna be there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, you're actually blessed, like, cause some people need like a lot of stimulation. To like, you know, they gotta try to. But I get shit yeah. like this. You feel me? That that's that's yeah. what I need. Like, the shit like this is cool, cool enough for me. See like, yeah, like yeah. that shit's cool enough for me to build the, that type of experience and like, you know, what I'm saying and add it to what I need. You feel me? I get a lot off of life. You feel me? I I, I went through enough shit where I don't need a lot of shit to to be alright. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I'm cool. Uh, cousin says, uh, well, before we wrap up our interview, is there anything that you want to say to the listeners out there and to Canada? Uh, the listeners, I appreciate you. Canada, I appreciate you as well. Keep your weed awesome, dog. I'm really fucking with y'all with that. No bullshit. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really know what else. What, what do you guys have? For, 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 for. Oh, yo, poutine. <laughs> yo, yeah. Fucks with that. Yo, poutine. I don't know where I got it from. I think it was from across from the way from Revival last night. Smoked poutine. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bro, like. What, is, yeah, what kind of poutine did you have? I got the Nacho Grande one. Man. It's that good. shit. That shit was nice, man. Like, let's get it. I'm with that poutine. Your, your first time trying? First time having poutine. Yeah. Y'all did it right, y'all. Y'all, y'all own some shit. Y'all own some shit, man. For real. You're, you're the second. I just interviewed Little Sims. Or I released my interview with Little Sims from the UK. She said she tried. She loved her, the poutine yeah, as well. Poutine's amazing, bro. Y'all are on some real shit right there. That's what's... Munchy extravaganza. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of other shit that you got to try too next time. Or you're, you're going to be here for a couple of days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've been asking people about yeah. like well, wild food because that's what I, I like shit like that. Like yeah. that's that's my like, yo, what's your vice rap nigga? Yeah. Weird, wild, and good food. Like I like that type shit. You feel me? So like yeah. put me on to some like fire, right. some fire eats out here. Yeah. You feel me? I'll Things be you fine. can't get back on. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the type of shit I'm into. Like it enriches your life And you can tell the niggas When you get back Yo that exactly, poutine bro. I don't know about this poutine bro You feel Stunned me on Exactly <laughs> you, feel, you feel You feel me You go back super elegant You feel me With them With, the, with them new shits bro Oh my god Let's get it bro Alright Yo thank you for your time Cousin Stiz I appreciate you man Yes sir This is the come up show 
I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Cousin Stiz. Next Wednesday, I'll be releasing my interview with Michael Christmas. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, whatever you prefer, and reach us at The Come Up Show on Twitter. This is your boy Chetto signing out. Peace. (laughs) Thank you.